Hello friends, this is the Daily Edify with Jeff Lane, a place to get spiritually grounded and into alignment with the flow of love each weekday morning. In each episode, we'll focus on a spiritual practice, a poem, a book, a sacred text, something that can empower us to be more fully alive to the gift that is the day before us. Thank you for listening. Today's episode comes out on Friday, March 17th, and I couldn't resist focusing for just a few minutes on St. Patrick's Day, a little bit history about this feast day, uh, but then also um, a tradition you might not be aware of, this this breastplate prayer that's been attributed to, to St. Patrick, which I just want to read an excerpt of. Um, I don't know if you're Irish uh, or if you're celebrating today, but regardless, I hope it's a, a festive day for you. Uh, a reminder that St. Patrick's Day, you know, it's this feast day, March 17th, the day that uh, St. Patrick is thought to have died. Um, patron saint of Ireland, although he wasn't born in Ireland. He was born in, in Roman Britain uh, in the late 4th century and, and was kidnapped at the age of 16 uh, and taken to Ireland as a slave, where he remained for six years. But then he escaped and returned to Britain um, about uh, 432. Uh, he goes back to Ireland after he becomes a cleric. He studies uh, to become a pastor uh, and decides to, to return to this place where he'd been enslaved um, to bring to bring the Irish uh, the religion of Christianity. Some 30 years later, by the time of his death in the year 461, uh, Patrick had established monasteries, churches, schools uh, throughout Ireland, and many legends grew up around him. Uh, for example, you've probably heard the one about him driving the snakes out of Ireland or uh, pastors like this one uh, using that little sham piece of shamrock to explain the Trinity, you know, with its three leaves, uh, this mystery of God being somehow three and yet one. Ireland came to, to celebrate this day, March 17th, uh, with religious services and feasts. But here in the U.S., it was primarily immigrants uh, who transformed St. Patrick's Day into a, um, you know, from a, a, a Christian celebration, which it's always been and continues to be to this day. Um, but it was, it was largely Irish immigrants who helped transition it into the, the secular holiday of, of revelry and celebration of all things Irish uh, that it is today. Cities with large numbers of Irish immigrants like Boston and New York City and, of course, here, here in Chicago, where I live, um, were able to, you know, stage these really extensive celebrations. You may know in Chicago, uh, we always dye our river green. Uh, I think it started back in the early 60s. So we've been doing it for a long time. Uh, and now they've gotten more environmentally friendly with um, each year. I've only seen this happen once in person, uh, but they have a bunch of boats in the Chicago River and they have this really strong green dye. Uh, and they just zoom around the river uh, do, doing this sort of pattern. And it's remarkable how quickly the, the water turns green. And I think it lasts about about 48 hours. Um, but it always adds to, to just the festive experience um, of the day. So, uh, friends, you, you probably celebrate St. Patrick's Day or at least participate in some small way wearing green, uh, maybe having corned beef and cabbage, having some Irish beer, some good, uh, some good Guinness or uh, something that's been dyed green to celebrate the day. Um, but what I want to focus on for just a moment uh, is this breastplate prayer that's attributed to St. Patrick. 
It's a prayer I first encountered in in seminary, and it's one that supposedly he put on his actual you know breastplate uh, during his ministry in the in the fifth century. Um, but I'm just going to read an excerpt of it. It's it goes kind of on and on. Uh, it's sometimes set to music and sung by by choirs, um, but it has a beautiful way of getting us into a place. Um, where the world, where our life is, you know, is animated with God's presence, with with goodness, with possibility, uh, with hopefulness. Um, I don't know about you, if you have a particular way you start your day, uh, whether it's a routine, a set of practices, uh, meditation, prayer, uh, certain things you read, certain things you do, taking a walk, um, how, how you remember who and whose you are, and and start from that that source of love uh, that that is underneath all of our lives and the life of the world. Um, I, I have a particular set of things I like to do in the mornings, uh, along with sipping my coffee. Um, but I'd like to envision this as sort of a, a way that St. Patrick, you know, started his day because he uses language throughout this prayer uh, of, you know, I arise today through this and through that and with this recognition and with that sense. Um, so I'm just going to read a portion of it. And uh, again, the, the explicitly Christian language may not resonate directly with your experience, um, but it's, it's so beautiful to hear. The prayer begins, I arise today through a mighty strength, the invocation of the Trinity, through a belief in the threeness, through confession of the oneness of the creator of creation. And it, it goes on and on, uh, referring to sort of all these pieces that um, surround him as he begins his day. And then the prayer ends, and I want to read this part as well, with a recognition of the sort of omnipresence of, of Christ. And again, if Christian explicitly Christian language uh, doesn't resonate with you, uh, try just replacing it with the language of love. Um, but f- for me, this is so resonant um, where it helps me get into a place of a, of a kind of Christ-soaked world um, where all things can reveal God's love. And so Patrick continues in his prayer. Uh, he, he's sort of asking uh, to have this approach as he goes about his day. Uh, he says, Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down, Christ when I arise, Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in every eye that sees me, Christ in every ear that hears me. I arise today through a mighty strength, the invocation of the Trinity, through belief in the threeness, through confession of the oneness of the creator of creation. And to that we say, amen. Very few of us wear breastplates anymore and would inscribe actual words on them. But I'm struck with this ritual of, of putting on this, this breastplate each day and how uh, Patrick must have viewed it as, as something that could uh, sort of encircle him, uh, wrap him in a cloak sort of of this truth, of this love, of this reminder, of this comfort. Um, I think we all have words that we keep close to our chest uh, that, that kind of form a breastplate, if you will, um, whether we acknowledge it or not. So friends, that's what I'm left with. Uh, which words are you holding close, uh, close to your breast today? And 
Um, are those words that are life-giving? Are those words that are uh, edifying? Are those words that are leading to, uh, to love, to compassion, to peace, to integration, to, to justice, to wholeness? So be mindful today, this St. Patrick's Day, whether you're celebrating or not, of, of those words that you hold close, and if those words might need to change. Deep peace to you, friends. If today's podcast has blessed you, provided a tinge of clarity or some nourishment for your spiritual journey, please share it with a friend so that we can create a more inclusive community. Or do you have any feedback for me, any show ideas, something that was particularly helpful or something that could have been better? Please send me an email at thedailyedify at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear from you. Also, please consider rating and reviewing The Daily Edify wherever you get your podcasts. Friends, you are loved and never alone.